Welcome to Spritz and Scrums, a podcast by three Benetton fans with a love for Aperol and all things Rugby Italiano. In a bite-sized World Cup preview, we bring you our thoughts on Italy's team to face Namibia and their World Cup prospects. Hey guys, here we are. We've scrambled. Ciao ragazzi. We're back, but we're missing someone. We're missing Coach. Coach can't be here. Uh, So I'm sorry you'll be missing out on his insight, his knowledge, his wisdom, his charisma, his charm, his sense of humour, his life advice. We really don't know what we're doing without him. It it does feel odd, even though he doesn't say a whole lot. I feel weird. We are rudderless. Completely. (sighs) But we shall adapt and overcome. That's the motto. That's the aim. Um, and we'll keep it short. We've come together. I'm, I've dipped out from, from work. Eddie's dipped in and coaches in a marketing emergency. So there we go. We're here and we're going to quickly go through the World Cup team to face Namibia, their first game of this World Cup. And the team is out. Let's go. Let's look at this. So the team is, as many people would say, uh, as strong a team as Italy can put out uh, with the injuries they've got. One omission uh, for me would be uh, Nicola Canone, who is not playing. Yeah, I would agree. I would have put him in at four instead of Dino, but that's fine. Um, and then I would have had Dino on the bench and maybe CC not playing it. But but those are also great players. So all in all, this is basically as strong as it gets. However, interesting Kieran Crowley has gone for a 5-3 split. Normally, Kieran Crowley prefers a 6-2 split. I know, how geeky of me. But that makes me think, obviously, he's not overly concerned about the upfront power that Namibia are going to have. And he may well be trying things out in the backs, yeah. uh, various combinations. So the backs, just to recap, at fullback, you've got Tommaso Allen. On the wings, you've got Capuzzo and Monteione. In the centres, you've got Prex and Marisi. At 10, you've got Paolo Garbisi. And at nine, you've got Stephen Varney. Yeah, solid. And then on the bench there, you've got uh, sub scrum half slash fullback, uh, Martin Pedrello, uh, sub wing slash centre, Paolo Adogu, and sub wing Pierre Bruno. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder if Pierre Bruno's there, obviously get game time in an yeah. Italian shirt, but I wonder if he's there for combinations or if they're going to run some shapes with Capuzzo and then take him off, wrap him in cotton wool a bit. Yes, that's a great shout. That's, I mean, if I was Kieran, that's probably what I'd do. Yeah, probably maybe even both of them, right? Monty, give him a run around, give Capuzzo a run around and then put Paolo and Bruno on. Um on the wings, or maybe Paolo in at center, so Marisi, see see how that goes. Um, yeah, but I agree. I think it's a really, really solid squad. And um, some of our lovely Instagram followers, um, I posted about the team just saying, how are we feeling about this? And a couple of people um, have said, and I completely agree, that we, it's good that we aren't underestimating Namibia. Nico Dvlers has said, 
confident top picks good to see we aren't underestimating namibia forza azzurri and i agree and i don't know if you saw the other day i also um reshared a comment that tommy allen made which was respect everyone fear nobody and i think mm. that's a, a a great sentiment going into these first two games and certainly this first game respect them exactly um italy did play namibia in the last world cup uh the exact score escapes me but it was about 40 20 thereabouts i'd expect a better score than that this year from this italian side five of those players from when they played namibia four years ago are in this squad in this starting in this starting squad yeah the team has been picked so make it's still a young team though uh make of that what you will but yeah i Uh, had a moment when the team came out sorry to interrupt you where i was like oh I mean, this looks great. And then I remembered that obviously in 2019, we also played Namibia. And I suddenly thought, Brex, who basically, can't, you can't not have Brex on an Italy team now. Um, I had a complete mind lapse where I couldn't remember if he played in 2019. And of course he didn't. Brex didn't exist in 2019. So how hmm. amazing is that? That, you know, these people that we now are completely used to seeing playing for Italy, um, were not around and now they're so strong and so vital exactly and obviously Tommaso Allen's had a big change as well from then mm-hmm. full back uh against Japan that back three of Alan Capozzo and Ioni really came into its own um we so... said it after Japan we were like do you know what I'd probably that might be the strongest back three and I look at it now and I think that is the strongest back three because you want Tommy Allen on the pitch to kick the conversions Pick the conversions and but also he's a distributor and yeah. if you put lightning outside him on either side he can put them in he will put them in because putting people in at harlequins he could put people in for italy and he showed that he can do that and he's also great under the high ball now um and him being at fullback is working really really well and it gives garbisi a bit of breathing space to try and work the magic that he can work in the forwards, the front rows, between the bench and the uh, pitch, it's very strong. Fischetti starting at number one, Nicotera at hooker, Ferrari at tight head. Um, and on the bench there, you've got Fiverr covering hooker, Ivan Nemer getting some more crucial minutes uh, at loose head and Marco Riccioni of Saracens at tight head. Those six, that's, Love it. That, that's, that's a fantastic six. Um, second rows, Dino Lamb and Federico Rutza. So the line out should be tidy. And on the bench, we've got David Sisi. And then uh, in the back row, we have Sebastian Negri at six. He's on fire at the minute. Lamaro, the captain, at seven. Lorenzo Canone at eight. And on the bench, we have Giuliani. Giuliani. My fave. Yeah. Again, looking back, um, 2019, there were five players uh, who played against Namibia in 2019 who are also in this squad now, which were Tommy Allen, Rutza, Marisi, Ferrari and Riccioni. Um, but Negri, who di- who was at the 2019 World Cup, didn't play in this game, so he wasn't starting. But again, look at his growth over the last four years. Yeah. It's been incredible. And there aren't many players in this Italian squad the overall squad of 33 that have World Cup experience. They're, uh, they're pretty new and fresh. I think it's, I think about six players actually only have World Cup experience. Yeah, well, six from from this squad. Then you've got like Zani, who was in the World Cup, BG, who was in the previous oh, World Cup. There's BG. a couple more. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, it's not many. It's really not many. No. 
And where do these players play? We've got uh, overridingly 10 from Benetton, no bad thing. Three from Zebre, so that's 13 from the Italian franchises. We have three coming in from the Premiership, six applying their trade in the top 14, and then one currently without a club, which is Marisi, who was obviously at London Irish and yet to find his feet, but probably thinking that if he has a good World Cup, someone will snap him up and he's been given a pretty good platform to do that. Yeah, that's a really good point. If he can show his worth in this World Cup, I mean, he seems quite happy with where he's going, but... Rovigo is where uh, they say he's probably going but i don't know maybe if he does really well he could end up top 14 back in the premiership who knows so there you have it that's the italian side to play namibia italy have a really difficult set of games a really difficult pool but the games couldn't be in a better order starting off with namibia going on against uruguay if they get both those games done with a good win then they know they've qualified for the next world cup Mm-hmm. It gives them a lot of time, hopefully sitting at the top of the pool. And then by the time they get to New Zealand and France, they'll know which one they really need to pick off. Yeah. And they'll go into that game first, if not first, second in the pool. So yeah. they should feel confident on the back of four wins, right in it, ready to get the business done. And you couldn't ask for more than that. No. And I'm sure they'll be watching Friday night's game closer than I will, because I'll have to watch it after the opera. But you'll be watching it. I shall be watching it, watching it closely, hoping for a draw. As the Italian Rugby Forum, I believe, Mike said, the draw is the ultimate result. Because if they draw, Italy can be either one and go through. Yeah, okay. Unlikely, but yeah. Unlikely. The squad coming out today, it just really made me think back to 2019. I mean, just names of people who, you know, we were so reliant on in 2019 who were just nowhere to be seen anymore, which, you know, is makes sense because it was four years ago. But this is a group of people that we've grown so accustomed to over the last 12 months, but four years ago did not exist, like really did not exist. Yeah, and they're young. And each one of these games that they play, that's more experience under the belt. And because this is not far off the team that you'd expect to run out against France or New Zealand. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. As I say, I posted um, saying on Instagram, what do people think? Some some of the comments were great. Francesco Nudi, he replied just saying, is it bad that I think we can beat anyone in our group? I'm like, no, I don't think that's bad. I think on a good day, we can. Um, we just need to hope for that good day. The only thing uh, somebody said, Orazio Rocco said, that he would have put uh, Pedrello as starting scrum half. The only thing then is, I just don't think that Varney is a sub scrum half. He starts, mm-hmm. he doesn't. Hey. I haven't really seen him come on. He does it for Gloucester. But I agree. But also, I think probably for me, Fusco would be the starting nine. But, you know, Varney had a very good game against Japan. Yeah. So, see, and he is, is what do they call it? Not a momentum player. When you're playing well, you continue to play well. When you play badly, you you go into your shell a bit or you do some silly things. Anyway, he's he's playing well. So keep Uh, that going. Yeah. Keep it going. Coach really is really going to follow me now. What the hell is that word? Well, while you think about that, Coach has message saying he's alive, but that he's sorry that he can't be here. And then he sent me a joke. Would you like to hear Coach's joke? Sure. I can't. I'll, I'll try and do it in his voice. No, I can't. Birmingham. Why did the egg hide? Don't know. It was a little chicken. Okay. Moving on. He did. Uh, he did follow it up by saying, "I'm more of an improv guy." <laughs> <laughs> 
think he is. Anyway, that's it. I think that's all we really wanted to come on and talk about, right? Um, that's it. I mean, people are talking about uh, rotations and people are expecting a big rotation in this. To be honest, I understand. But actually, Italy's World Cup is hell-bent on getting out of the group, all right? That's it. They're not thinking about quarterfinals, semifinals or finals right now. They don't have to worry about that. So they've, they've only got four games to worry about. Yeah. And, and with quite a big gap between the first two. So they don't really have to worry too much about these big rotations. Oh, how are we going to yeah. keep all our players fit? Blah, blah, blah. No, they can they can put everyone out against Namibia. That's a really good point, actually, because they have got about 10, 11 days between the two games. So it's not, you know, five, six days that maybe at some point they will have later on. Yeah, they'll probably decide which one of the France or New Zealand game they're targeting them more later. Uh, the telephone is ringing. And I'm back. The phone was ringing. Business, money never sleeps. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm back. Did you get the deal? I got the deal. Get a deal. Just get I a deal. I got the deal. Get got the deal. But anyway, as we were saying, the order of the games actually is very good for Italy and they should be riding high on a huge amount of confidence when they come to the business end of the pool. If they get this beginning bit right yeah. and Uruguay are targeting Italy, Italy know Uruguay are targeting them. But then that's also in about two weeks from now. So first things first, start with a bang, ruthless, boom, beat Namibia. That's it. <laughs> they think it's it. I think it's it. That's it. Right. Anyone listening to this, thank you so much. Please do listen to our recent interview with Andrea Piardi, the Italian yeah. referee. Listen to uh, it before the World Cup starts. He's off to the World Cup. It's a great one. If you haven't listened to it already, give it a listen. Give it a comment because um, we've had loads of great feedback. You don't need to be into Italian rugby to really enjoy that one. Yeah. And tell anyone and everyone about our podcast. This wasn't a full podcast episode, obviously. This was just a mini preview uh, but please do tell anyone and everyone. It wasn't a full one because our stalwart was missing. We're missing our leader. How do we do this without him? I don't know. Great, guys. This is it. The next time we'll be recording one will be after Italy's first World Cup game. It will indeed. We'll see you then. Let's go. Partazzurri. Ciao. Ciao a tutti. Rate us, like us. Please keep listening to us. Thank you.